I would like to read from Matthew chapter 17. The eight first verses of the chapter. Six days later, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John, his brother, and led them up on a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. And his face shone like the sun, and his garments became as white as light. Verse 3, And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, talking with him. Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will make three tabernacles here, one for you and one for Moses and one for Elijah. 忽然有摩西、以利亚向他们显现，同耶稣说话。彼得对耶稣说：“主啊，我们在这里真好。你若愿意，我就在这里搭三座棚，一座为你，一座为摩西，一座为以利亚。”While he was still speaking, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and behold, a voice out of the cloud said, "This is my beloved son, with whom I'm well pleased. Listen to him." When the disciples heard this, they fell face down to the ground and were terrified. And Jesus came to them and touched them, and said, Get up, and do not be afraid. And lifting up their eyes, they saw no one except Jesus himself alone. And if you would turn to that which has been the theme verse for us for the last year or so, Psalm 27 verse 4. One thing I have asked from the Lord that I shall see, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to meditate in his temple. So as we would like to continue our meditation on our theme verse, and our focal point in that verse has been the beauty, beholding the beauty of the Lord. So we would like today to focus on the story of the Mount of Transfiguration. In, in this wonderful event, we see in a, a it relates in a very unique way with this matter of the beauty of the Lord. Uh, I could put it differently. It reveals in a unique way the beauty of Christ. 
And more than that, it reveals the necessity for us to see, to behold that beauty. And that's what we would like to consider this morning by the Lord's grace and in it. I'll just begin with some kind of introductory remarks, if you will. And the first thing, if you notice, that the passage begins with after six days. So very clearly, the Holy Spirit is connecting this with whatever happened six days before. Do you remember what happened right before this? Of course, there are two things that are of very, very great importance to all of us. In chapter 16, Peter, he made his the so-called Peter's confession. And in that confession, by divine revelation, he states that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the Living God. That, that is the first thing that is connected with this, it is part of that six days before. And shortly after having this wonderful revelation given to him by God, Peter, he, how can we put it, gently, he does a tremendous blunder. When by the for the first time our Lord reveals that He is going to the cross to die for us. Somehow Peter couldn't take it. And there is no doubt when you read the account, especially Matthew, there is no doubt whatsoever that out of good intentions. Out of his best understanding and even out of human love for his master. Peter essentially says, Lord, no, 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 that will never happen to you. And as you remember, our Lord, he rebukes him in very severe words. I would just like to underline this. This is the background to the Mount of Transfiguration. And the Holy Spirit makes a point to leave it explicitly six days after. Now, one thing that to me is marvelous is that is the heart of the Lord Jesus towards Peter. Yes, it was a tremendous blunder. If he is the Christ, the Son of the Living God, it is implied that whatever he says 
Well, even if I do not understand it, yes, Lord, is whatever you say. And Peter, in his best intentions, he, well, he cannot take it. 可是彼得在他的一个好像的心里头，呃，他却没有办法接受。I don't know about you, but I find myself very, very similar to David, if not much worse.呃，我不知道您是如何，可是我发觉我自己却非常的像他，甚至更更不好。Now we don't know exactly what happened during those six days between that that revelation that Peter had first, then the blunder, and then the Mount of Transfiguration. We don't know. 我们不知道就是在主耶稣他的宣告彼得的宣告还有他做错事情跟变化山之间的六天到底有多久。And yet some students of that word had made some suggestions.有一些读经的人跟我们说。Some had suggested that perhaps there was an estrangement between the disciples and their master. An estrangement, some distancing between them. And I think when you read the Gospels carefully, you can pick up those clues. Several times you read after this, after the Mount of Trans after Peter's confession and the Mount of Transfiguration, that they started that journey towards Jerusalem. 你可以看到就是當彼得他的宣告之後,然後變變化山之後,他們就就往耶路撒冷前進。And if you remember, in some occasions, the inspired comment is that they followed him, the disciples followed Jesus towards Jerusalem, full of apprehensions. 你如果讀的話,你看到那些門徒,他們跟在主耶穌的後頭往那個耶路撒冷去的時候,他們心中是有很多的呃呃呃 Obviously, their hearts, they could not understand why is our master going to Jerusalem? Why he is saying, and he said it three or four times, he reiterated that he was going to Jerusalem to die. Those disciples were full of anxiety and apprehension, and wonderfully, yet, they follow Christ. It's not unconceivable that those six days right after the confession of Peter and the Mount of Transfiguration is the beginning of that period of apprehension and uncertainty. And what does our Master really mean? 所以我们可以看见在彼得的宣告还有变化山之后呢，那段时间是一段对门对门徒说来是焦虑的时间，这是什么意思呢？Dear brothers and sisters, this is the background to the Mount of Transfiguration. 弟兄姐妹，这就是在这个变化山的事情的的背景的一个事情。And I just want to read again how it begins. 呃，我希望可以再读一次这个事情。Six days later, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John. Can you see the hearts of our Lord towards those disciples in anxiety, in 
maybe perplexed, he takes the initiative to reveal something more of himself to them. 你可以看见主对于这三个门徒的关爱,他知道他们是在一个焦虑不确定怀疑的一个底下,可是他却带他们去。And verse 2 tells us something that is very wonderful.然后第二节跟我们讲了非常美好的事。The specific purpose for the Lord to take them to that mountain.就是主把他们带到这个高山上的用意。And he was transfigured before them. This is for those it is in behalf of, of those faltering disciples. There is no question about their love for their master. And yet it's full of imperfections. There is still so much of self that gets in the way. And it is to those disciples that our Lord, He takes them apart to reveal Himself in a further way. There is another very instructive thing that I believe we have to consider as we begin. 我想我们在开始以前，我们还是还要再注意另外一件重要的事。If we compare what happened six days before and what is happening now on the mount，我们如果思想在六天之前发生的事情和在现在在高山上发生的事，you remember that in in the story of Peter's confession, it again begins with our Lord Jesus。啊，在彼得的宣告呃宣告的这个故事上啊，也是由主耶稣开始的。and he asked them, what do people say about the Son of Man? In other words, it is as if the Lord is saying, what is the people's general estimation about me? And you remember there were several answers. Uh, some say you're John the Baptist. Or Elijah. Or Jeremiah. Or, or one of the prophets. And then when the Lord asked, but how about you? Who do you say I am? We remember how Peter confessed that he is the Christ. The Son of God. And our Lord makes it perfectly clear. It's not your brain, Peter. It's not flesh and blood that revealed that to you, but my Father, who is in heaven. And yet, as the sequence of events demonstrates, Peter didn't fully understand the significance of such confession. So now on the Mount of Transfiguration, there is a different angle. Six days before, he heard our Lord heard of the people's estimation of himself. Peter made his confession absolutely true. And yet not fully understood. But on the mount we see the father's estimation of the son. 
可是我们在变化山上却看到了啊，天父他对于他儿子的的一个啊看法。We see it in multiple ways. We see it in multiple ways. That is image. 我们可以看见有这样不同不同的看法。We see it through the glory that streamed out of Christ before those disciples. 我们看到从基督身上。有向着门徒有涌出这样子啊一个啊荣耀的的的的的事。We see through an implied testimony of those two celestial visitors, Moses and Elijah. 啊，我们也看到就是那些啊，真的两位啊，就是出现在他们面前的摩西跟以利亚。But above all, we see the Father's estimation by His direct testimony. 可是最重要的，我们看见，我们听见了。天父，他对于他儿子的一个宣告。This is my beloved son. 啊，这是我的爱子。In him, I'm full. I'm well pleased. 我所喜悦的。That is the estimation of the Father, and that is the revelation that is being given to those disciples. A much wider, vast revelation of Christ. 啊，这乃是天父的宣告。啊，对那个门徒来说是。对，针针对基督的一个啊，极大的一个柔美的啊，宣宣告。There is no question that the whole scene is a glorious scene. It's about glory, the glory of Christ. 啊，这是一个非常荣耀的一个场面啊，关于基督荣耀的场面。It's about the beauty of the Lord, the beauty of His moral glory. 啊，乃乃是主的荣美，乃是他呃主耶稣的的荣美。And again, by by means of introduction, I just want to say one thing, one more thing. Uh, 我们在介绍的这事还要再讲一件事 What is the nature of the glory being manifested and displayed on the mountain? Uh, 那个在这个山头上看到这个荣耀，它的本性是什么呢 I believe we need to be very, very clear about it. Uh, 我相信我们需要非常清楚这件事 It is not a matter of something external to the Lord Jesus that somehow shone upon him as some sort of heavenly spotlight that was turned on him. No, that is not the case. Oh, we need to pay attention. It's not just about something 呃，譬如说，我们可以比较，就是呃，摩西他也上了那个西乃山。When he came down from Mount Sinai, the children of Israel were terrified, were afraid of him. 哦，当他从西乃山下来的时候，以色列的人民都非常害怕，不敢看。Because his countenance, his face was shining. 因为他的面在发光。Now that shining is very different from the shining of the Lord Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration. 呃，那一种的发光呢，跟主主在变化山上的这个光是非常不一样的。Because in Moses' case, is the shining that he experiences something external to him is the result of his communion with God on the mountain, and that something external. Was stuck on him, so to speak. 啊，在摩西的话呢，因为他跟神有交通的缘故，啊，从外在的能够影响到他，所以他才会那样子发光。But the glory we see in the Mount of Transfiguration is inherent of the person of Christ. 可是我们在变化山上看到的那一个荣耀呢，却是在从基督本身发出来的。It's not something external that he reflected. No. 哦，并不是外在的，好像他反射的，不是
His inherent glory. Somehow, it's as if the Father, He lifted the veil that was concealing that glory, and it streamed. It is about the inward moral glory and excellence of Christ. Now, it's not that that glory, it was created, it came to be in that moment. That's, no, of course not. But it's something that is within him and was hidden to the view of human beings. Somehow God allowed that to be manifest. So what do we mean by his moral glory? It's, I find it very hard to, to try to describe. And somehow I felt that it would be perhaps beneficial if I just read a couple of quotes from a very wonderful uh, brother uh, has a book on the life of Christ, Brother Oswald uh, Sanders. His book is that book is called The Incomparable Christ. And he begins that book making some considerations about the character of Christ. About the moral glory of the Lord Jesus. So I think it's better for me to, instead of trying to describe that to you, if I just read a couple of quotes from that book. I apologize in advance to my brother if I give you a hard time here, but it'll try to break it down in small chunks. But our brother in that book, in, in, in that very beginning of the book, he describes the moral glory of Christ, especially in terms of what he calls symmetry of character. So what does he mean? So here goes one quote. He says, The character of our Lord was wonderfully balanced. With neither excess nor deficiency. In human experience, virtue readily degenerates into vice. So, for instance, courage may degenerate into cowardice on the one hand. Or rashness on the other. The pathway to virtue is narrow and slippery. But in our Lord there was no deflection. Throughout his earthly life he maintained every virtue and solid. 
，他在他的世上的一生，他维持了呃所有呃所有的道德。Here are some examples of this. 啊，他用了一个例子。Mercy and judgment blended in all his actions and judgments. 啊，他的他的呃他的作为里头啊，都是充满了他的呃恩典恩典和呃呃审判。Yet Neither prevailed at the expense of the other. Ah,、uh, 可是呢，呃，这个恩典不会从审判中呃挪去什么。Exact, exact truth and infinite love adorned each other. 呃，这个呃呃绝对的呃慈爱跟绝对的呃真理彼此的配合。His tremendous inner strength. Never degenerated into mere obstinacy. Uh, his 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 ability, uh, never 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 啊、uh, ，可是呢，却不会做任何的啊妥协。You see the symmetry, you see the balance for things that, honestly, frankly speaking, for us are virtually impossible. 你是不是可以看到他在性格主基督的主耶稣的性格，他的何等的平衡啊，对我们来说是不可能的。Here is another example. 啊，现在这是另外一个例子。He was a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Isaiah 53, right? Ah, 他是呃曾经忧患的，他有多是忧愁的人。And yet, he is the one anointed with the oil of joy above his fellows. 可是他却是呃呃父神把这各样喜乐的油加在他头上。Or another example, I found it wonderful. We sang this morning about His Majesty. We began this way. 哎，我们今天早上有讲到他的啊、呃，他的威严。So listen to his comment on majesty blending perfectly with humility. 哦，就是他的威严跟他的呃谦卑是完全融合的。Because you know, naturally speaking, they are kind of continents away, right? A king, wow, pretty arrogant usually, right? So everybody has to pamper to him, etc. 哦，因为你如果想到一个国王应该是有何等的威严，好像不应该是一个很啊、呃、很很谦卑的。So here's the quote: The utter humility of Christ is highlighted by the fact. 啊，基督他的这场绝对的一个谦卑呢 ，that it was in the full consciousness that the Father had given all things into His hands. 哦，他是完全的知道。就是天父已经把万有都交在他手中。That he took a towel and washed his followers' dirty feet. 哦，他就拿起一个这呃肮脏的的手巾，他去洗这个门徒的脚。Do you see beauty there? 你是不是在这世上看见一个柔美呢 ？Do you see the moral glory of your Lord? 你是不是看见我们主的他在道德的柔美 ？So our brother he ends his his chapter. And he says this, quoting from from the Song of Songs. He says, "To sum up, he is altogether lovely." So our brother, he uses the song of 
呃描述，就是他是在呃万人中是何等的柔美。Every element of moral and spiritual beauty resides in him. 啊，所有的呃道德的柔美跟呃呃属灵的柔美都是住在他里面。Dear brothers and sisters， 亲爱的弟兄姐妹。The Mount of Transfiguration didn't originate none of those traits in our Lord Jesus. 呃，这变化山并不是好像让我们看见呃，在主耶稣身上开始有这一些柔美。But it's simply that moment when all that inner moral glory and beauty became visibly manifested for some instant. 呃，可是反而是让我们知道，就是有因因着一些原因，呃。主耶稣他里面的内在的这些柔美啊，在那个时候就被放呃呃放出来，让我们可以看见。Why？ 为什么呢 ？It's simply a display of God's absolute satisfaction with such a person。啊，就是来反映就是天父啊对于他儿子的完全的的的满意。It is a divine attestation of delight of pleasure。Satisfaction of the Father with His Son. 呃，乃是天父对于他儿子完全的呃满意啊，跟呃呃满足。And that moral glory, which was all along there, now became displayed visibly, like the sun, before those disciples. 所以那个道德的道德的荣耀啊，就是让门徒们都可以看见啊，在主耶稣的身上。But there is another aspect in the significance of the Mount of Transfiguration that I believe we need to consider. 我们还需要再思想另外一件就是变化山的一呃事情。The Transfiguration of our Lord Jesus lays at the threshold that divides what some brother has called the two sides of his mission. Did you realize that? 呃，这有一些人说，呃，主耶稣他的。他的这个在变化山上的变相呢，好像把他的他的一个呃呃宗旨好像分成两两两边。On the one hand, it is the crowning or the realization of a perfect life, the climax. 好像从一方面来说，好像他在他是这个一个为他他活的这个完美的生命的一个结束。It's interesting because. That declaration of the Father of all the Son was almost identically repeated, almost in the baptism. Then we can imagine, uh, the Father in the baptism, as you remember, is When our Lord Jesus he steps into public life for the first time. Ah, 在主耶稣受浸的时候呢，他是那个时候进入公开的职事。Before that, he was a carpenter. Oh, in Nazareth. 在那个之前，他在拿撒勒是一个木匠。We know very little about that period of time. Thirty years. 我们对那三十年的时间，我们知道的不多。Know something about his birth? Something about his bar mitzvah when he was twelve. Ah, 当他十二岁的时候，他过一个成年礼的事。That's pretty much it. Ah, 就就是差不多这一些。And yet, isn't it wonderful that we know probably the most we need to know we know by the father's declaration on his baptism. 
啊，可是我们在啊，父神在他受尽的时候啊，从天上所说的话 ，This is my beloved son。啊，这是我的爱子。The father testified, but how satisfied he was with every single one of those thirty years, every instant, totally satisfied. 哦，乃是父神对于他儿子在过去三十年之中所做的每一件事情，他都能够表示满意跟满足。But how about the Mount of Transfiguration? 可是变化山呢 ？It lays three years after his baptism. 哦，乃是在他受浸之后三年。After three years of unceasing ministry to God and to man. 哦，在三年的他对于神还有对人的服侍之后。His public life, if you will. Oh, 就是他公开的指示 What is God's declaration about that public life? 神对于这样子一段公开的指示的的的宣告是什么呢 Again, this is my beloved son, in him I'm well pleased. 啊，又是啊，这是我的爱子，我我所喜悦的 And we have to notice. Why did I say that it's the mount is in a threshold of two sides of his mission? 啊，为什么我说这个变化山好像是他的这个呃他的宗旨的两面呢 ？In a way, the transfiguration of the Lord Jesus is the crowning moment, the climax of a perfect life. 啊，主的这个变相其实是好像是这一个啊他完美的生命的一个结束。In everything, in every detail, pleasing to his to his heavenly Father. 他生活里面的每一个细节都能够满足天父的心。And because he lived that perfect life, now he can move on to accomplish the work of redemption for humanity. 哦，因为他活了那样子一个完美的生命生活，哦，他就能够从这里开始，他就能够去哦成就那神救赎的计划。And so when he comes down the mountain. We read in the Gospel of, of Luke that he set his face toward Jerusalem. We Jerusalem. 啊，当然，他还有在一些不同的执事，可是他的他的主要的这个呃宗旨，已经是为了要去耶路撒冷，去为你为我而死。Now, brothers and sisters, I hope we all see that those two sides of the mission of the Lord they go together and cannot be separated. 所以弟兄姐妹，我希望我们可以看见啊，这里有他宗旨的两面，可是他们是啊彼此扶持的。If he had not lived that perfect Life before God and before man. 如果主他没有在神跟在人的跟前活出这样子的一个美完美的生命的话 ，Of course, his death would never have availed for our salvation. 哦，他的死亡也在我们救赎的事上是毫无功效的。Unless it was a perfect life before God, his death would be just another tragic death of yet another sinner facing the wages of his sin. 呃，如果说他的生命，他过的呃人的生命，呃是不完美的话呢，他的死亡其实跟任何一个罪人的死亡是一样的。But thank God because he did live such perfect life. 可是我们感谢主，因为他的确活了这一个完美的生命。And the mountain is a testimony to that perfection. 
The Father found his delight on both aspects of that mission, in fact. He finds his delight in the perf- in the wonderful life of the Lord Jesus. How, how can you describe such a life? It is rather wonderful and very, in, not just interesting, but so revealing. Remember when our Lord is talking to Nicodemus. He's talking about how no one knows the Son. No, no one knows the Father and no one knows the Son. In the course of that conversation, he makes that this sentence. No one has gone up into heaven, save he who came down out of heaven, the Son of Man who is in heaven. I read from Darby, by the way. There's some translations, they admit that the Son of Man who is in heaven. I don't know what your translation is. Which sounds very enigmatic, actually. I guess we understand the beginning. No one has gone up into heaven, save he who came down out of heaven, which is he himself. Yes, we understand that. But then he explains the Son of Man who is in heaven. I said he is right now in heaven. What does that mean? He lived every instant on this earth a heavenly life before the presence of the Father, every second. Oh, how that pleased the Father. That's the first part of his mission, to live that perfect life, to become qualified to be the Lamb of God for you and me. 啊，这是他宗旨的第一部分，就是他如何能够啊活出一个这个生命，他就能够成为神神的羔羊。And then the father is equally satisfied, equally delighted in his son, on the second side of his mission of giving himself, offering himself for us.然后天父也对于他完全的付上他自己的生命这一部分的宗旨。Listen to the words of the Lord Jesus. Again, the Gospel of John, chapter 10, verse 17. For this reason, the Father loves me, because I lay down my life so that I may take it again. Our Father is completely delighted in His Son. Now here is where is the burden of my heart for this morning. 
It is because the Father found his total delight in Christ. Both in his life on this earth as well as in his sacrifice on that cross for you and me. 在他地上所活的日子，还有他在十字架上为我们所付上的生命。That delight of the Father in the first place makes it possible for you and for me to behold and to delight in the Lord Jesus.哦，就是父神对他儿子的的完全的呀，完全的喜悦，呃，让我们都能够呃，在主耶稣里头呃，得到呃呃喜悦。I would like to just Go back to something I shared a couple of months ago and just remind you about something in case you never in case you never heard it, okay, it's the first time. Here it goes. That word beauty in Psalm 27, verse 4, is kind of has several translations that scholars this they suggest for it. One of the translations for it is the one that I have, for instance, in my New American Standard, is the one that is there in the in the footnote. The beauty of the Lord can be translated as the pleasantness of the Lord or the delightfulness of the Lord. 这个主的容美也可以翻成好像是主的一种喜悦。in other words, yes, it means his beauty, his his moral glory and beauty. There's no question about that. But there seems to be like another layer of meaning. Because the father found his delight in the son. That is the only reason why you and me can behold the beauty of the Lord and find delight and pleasure in him. 就是因为父神他喜悦他的儿子，所以我们才能够能够来认识来瞻仰啊他的荣美。We can put it differently. Because the Father found full satisfaction in the offering of the Lord Jesus on the cross for us, we can be now accepted in the Beloved. 就是因为父神他在他儿子里面得到完全的喜悦完全的满足所以我们能够在基督里头他的儿子里面得到接纳。In that acceptance, you and I find delight in the Lord, pleasantness of the Lord.啊，在那个接纳里头，我们就啊认识了这个主的喜悦。See, may the Lord open our eyes on this point. Because here, here it is. If the father had not found his satisfaction in the offering of Christ, the moral glory of Christ would have been the same. It would be, it's not touched by that. But if Unless he had offered himself for us, all his moral glory, all he would do is just add to our condemnation. Do you see that? Um, Let let me go again. 
If the Lord Jesus had not offered himself on the cross to the satisfaction of the Father, to satisfy the, the, the righteous requirement of the Father, 如果主耶稣他没有奉献他自己在十字架上完全的呃满足天赋的话 ，If that had not happened， 呃，如果这件事没有发生 ，His moral glory， all we will do is just add pile upon our condemnation。呃，他的这个呃道德的荣耀只是好像只是加在我们的这些呃我们的这些呃定罪的事上 ，Because by nature。We are all utterly different from Christ. Because we are all utterly different from Christ. Because he offered himself for you and me. The Father found his delight in the first place. Because he offered himself for us. But now you can behold your Lord. And find a beauty that is, is pleasant and not a beauty that destroys and condemns you. See? 呃，你可以看到那个荣美是，呃，是一个喜悦的荣美，而不是一个定罪的荣美。Brothers and sisters, I strongly feel that we need our eyes to be open afresh to see this. 呃，弟兄姐妹，我盼望我们的眼睛真是可以明亮，可以看见这个。Of course, in a way, it's the simple gospel. It's the basics of the gospel, isn't it? 呃，一方面说这也是一个就是基本的福音。But I keep feeling very strongly, and based on my experience, first and foremost. 可是我觉我很我很呃呃呃真切的认为 ，our problem in a way is like Peter problem, Peter's problem. 我们的问题也跟彼得的问题很像。We insist in putting other things on the same level as Christ. 我们呃把别的不我们把别的一些东西摆着跟基督一样的高地方。Good things, noble things, even biblical things. 哦。好的事，好像很高高尚的事啊，甚至是呃关于圣经有关的事。It's like in the story， 就像我们这世上呃变化山上说的 ，When you have here Moses and Elijah, no one else than those two, maybe they sum up the Old Testament as some have suggested。哦，就像那摩西跟以利亚，有一些人说他们就好像把整个旧约都啊成就在他们身上。The Lawgiver Moses。啊，是呢，摩西是啊赐下律法的。And the one that in a way it's like, how can I put it? I don't want to say the main prophet, but in a way he stands for the whole prophetic order. Elijah. 啊，那以利亚呢？他似乎是可以代表这个所有的先知。And when when Peter saw them talking to the Lord Jesus, he has that impulse, right? Here's Peter at his best. 呃，彼得，当他看他，当他看到摩西跟以利亚跟耶稣在说话 ，He says, "Well, Lord, it's so good for us to be here." 他说，主啊，我们在这里真好。Oh, if you want, I can make three tents. 呃，你若愿意，我就在这里搭三座棚。And he's careful enough to put the Lord Jesus first. 呃，他很小心的把主耶稣放在第一位。One will be yours, one for Moses, one for Elijah. 啊，一座为你，一座为摩西，一座为以利亚。And then something happens that amounts to nothing less than a divine interruption of Peter. Oh, this this time, then, there is a completely, uh, a kind of heaven-sent The Father has to stop Peter right away. Ah, the Father needs to stop Peter right away. Ah, the Father needs to stop Peter right away. Ah, the Father needs to stop Peter right away. Ah, the Father needs to stop Peter right away. 
啊，因为唯一能够带给父神完全的喜悦的，只有他的儿子。Even if Moses is such a servant, he was faithful in all God's house. Do you remember the testimony in Hebrews? 你还记得摩西？就算是摩西，他是在神全家都敬重的。Even if Elijah was such a prophet, 啊，甚至以利亚，他是何等的有能力的先知。They cannot satisfy. The heart of the Father. Oh, they cannot satisfy the heart of the Father. Oh, they cannot satisfy the heart of the Father. Oh, they cannot satisfy the heart of the Father. Oh, they cannot satisfy the heart of the Father. Oh, they cannot satisfy the 能够把那些不是基督在基督以外的事情都要放下。Sometimes I feel that speaking in Moses, perhaps after being saved, we entertain a kind of a misconception that by my faithfulness I can please the Lord. 呃，我们得救以后，我们有的时候会错误的认为，呃，只要我够忠心，我就能够呃讨神的喜悦。So maybe. Unwillingly or in a in a very subconscious way, we start adding law to our Christian life. We bring Moses along. So we unwillingly 啊、uh, ，我们啊， uh, 弟兄姐妹，我们盼望神真是能够啊、uh, 喜悦我们，可是不是不是好像按这些律法。But the good news for you and me is that He has placed us in the beloved Son, and we are as accepted as Christ is in His Son. 啊，可是最好的消息乃是神接纳我们是在基督的里头啊接纳我们，因为我们呃他他。他It's like that lovely hymn that we sing that I I cannot quote it, but essentially it says, I I cannot be nearer to the Lord. I am as near as Jesus, as Christ, because He has placed me in Him. That is your position. 嗯，有一位诗有有一首诗歌就是说啊，他们啊，神已经把我们放在基督里头，所以我们跟神是何等的靠近。Whenever we put Moses and Elijah at the same level. Something is off track. We, if we put Moses and Elijah in the same level, now to me is amazing that this is not something we may think that is something that belongs to the beginning of our Christian life. Ah, we may perhaps think this is something that belongs to the beginning of our Christian life. Is for our whole Christian life. There is always going to be that tendency. There is something in us that clings to a desire to be accepted before the Lord on my own basis. Ah, we often think, ah, is it possible that God accepts me? Is it possible that I have some things? Do you think I'm going too far? Do you think I'm going too far? Listen to the testimony of the Apostle Paul. Towards the very end of his life, ah, you can hear that Paul in his life end testimony. We spent a whole year in this passage. You remember Philippians chapter three? We in Philippians chapter three, we shared a year. Most likely, it was written maybe five years before he went to be with the Lord. 
He's a very mature believer. Listen to what he says in Philippians chapter 3, verse 9. It's his desire before the Lord, his aspiration. He says this, and I may be, that I may be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own derived from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which comes from God on the basis of faith. Three nine. Philippians. Three nine. Yes. Uh, 并且得以在他里面，不是有自己因律法而得的义，乃是有信基督的义，就是因信神而来的义。there is something in us, even the apostle, he had to be on his guard in a way that he would not revert to trying to please the Lord on the basis of his own righteousness, of his own faithfulness, but simply on the basis of faith in Christ. This is my beloved son. And in light of him, no Moses, no Elijah, no law, no zeal, no nothing is Christ and Christ alone. I'll give you another example of that principle. How this matter of us finding acceptance and finding the pleasantness of the Lord will apply for all our Christian lives to the very end. If you remember in Revelation chapter 12, we have an amazing vision. It is a critical point in the book. You have that woman that is, has the sun above her, the moon, and she's with child and in, the, in, in pains of childbearing. Because of that, the dragon, which is identified very openly with Satan, is not left to your interpretation or mine. He's persecuting that woman. Actually, he's after the son that is about to be born, but not so much after the woman. And then the child is born and raptured to the throne of God. And right after that, you have a proclamation in heaven. Perhaps those, is, of course, is, is a corporate child. And therefore, they are making a, a statement, a phrase, of worship in heaven. You read it when you read the whole chapter. What is the secret of their victory? How were they able to withstand, to somehow 
gain the victory with all the assault of the dragon. Listen to verse 11. And they overcame him, the dragon, Satan, because of the blood of the Lamb. There is one basis for their victory. The finished work of the Lord Jesus, nothing added to that. Dear brothers and sisters, the closer we get to that day of His coming, don't you think that the enemy will persecute the more? That the spiritual pressure becomes even more intense. What is the secret to overcoming? They overcame him because of the blood of the Lamb. It's not in myself, it's not in you. It's this is my beloved son. In whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. May I ask a question? Are you finding day by day your pleasure and delight in your Lord and sake? In a way, that is, that is David's petition in Psalm 27. He wants to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of his life. That he may behold the pleasantness or the delightfulness in the, of the Lord. Are you resting day by day in, what, in his acceptance before the Father and making that your own? Brothers and sisters, may the Lord be merciful and gracious to us. May we have the same experience that those disciples had on the mountain. When at the end, when they lift up their eyes, they see no one but Jesus. That is Christian life. That is the secret. One thing I have desired of the Lord and I have asked of the Lord. Not many things, one thing I have asked of the Lord. Oh, that we may lift up our eyes and see nothing but Jesus. May, may the Holy Spirit lead us to a fresh apprehension of His delightfulness. And to find our rest, our acceptance, our everything in Him. I'll ask that if we could, we spend a minute or two in silent prayer before the Lord.
If the Lord is somehow touching our hearts, I will ask us that we silently, each one before the Lord, that we may ask, even have prayers, make prayers, David's prayer, our own prayer. Uh, How much we need to see afresh all that He is. And as we see Him, we are going to find His delightfulness, His pleasantness. So let's pray for a minute or two and then I'm going to close. Lord, when we come to you, we, what can we say? We feel that we are not unlike our brother Peter at all. And we are so grateful, Lord, that the initiative to reveal yourself was on your side. We thank you for Showing us something of your glory, of your beauty. Lord, we confess you are indeed what we have loved. We thank you, Lord, because by nature we are completely different, completely the opposite. And yet, by amazing grace today, we can be those that behold your beauty and find our delight in you because you have saved us and gave yourself to us. Lord, our prayer is that that may be our daily portion. To dwell in your presence all the days of our life. To behold, Lord Jesus, your delight. To find our delight in you. Thank you, Father. You have found your delight in your Son, and you have given your Son to us. Help us to abide immovably in the Lord. We ask in the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. We're dismissed.